Blog Talk Radio. Get ready. We are sure that we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Land. So for my my um, Wednesday night brethren on Santos and Long, it is nine ten standard time on a Wednesday night. On this side of the microphone is the fat man, affectionately known as London. <coughs> on that microphone must be Santos, Mister Santos. Welcome to another episode of Santos in London. This uh, this song, which I was not expecting to hear, um, this makes me want to hug everybody. Yeah, man, I, I, I did it purposely for you. I, I figured, you know, I'm starting to, we got a new um, music uh, sound making um, um, software that I'm able to get in and, and start changing some stuff. So this, you know, we're going to start integrating some music. There'll be some, some additions or subtractions to the song and we'll make our opening, our opening um, tune, you know, we'll have that ready for in a couple weeks here and, and, you know, we'll get going, man. But um, as we do... Every week, how are you this week, my man? Are we gonna turn this off or what? Now it's driving me nuts. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'll take I'm care of that there. for you. I'm getting there. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, how's how's my week? Um, well, I'm. Now we were talking off air. I'm kind of getting over a a cold that's going around down here, and uh, I'm at the stage right now where you, re- you remember those. Mucinex, was it Mucinex commercials that have like the little mucus guy that like he lives in a house in the guy's chest, kind of like SpongeBob. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I kind of feel like I have the uh, equivalent of China of mucus like just residing in my chest right now. The rest of um, China or the, the country? No, no the, con- the country. Gotcha. And uh, so right now, if uh, you know, me hear me like, Hacking up a lung here during the show. Uh, pay no mind. And uh, just bear with me. Well, I think we have to have some kind of safe word if you need, like, <laughs> you know, 911 called or, like, like some type of resuscitation. I think we need to have, like, I'll a just, safe banana. I'll just, I'll just hit the Ric Flair button, and we can have Ric Flair start screaming. That'll be the signal. The signal. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of, you see, you're coming off that, that you're on the tail end of that. And I'm, I think I'm coming to the the, the forefront of that because I am um, starting to get like the nasally stuff in my, you know, in my face and headache regularly and not sleeping and just, just feeling run down, man. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's another Wednesday. Um, we've made a commitment back here on Blog Talk Radio and, and to our listeners and your, yourself and I. So we're going to fight through it like the consummate professional professionals that we are. Yeah, come on. Huh? No, I was uh, readjusting my headphones. I'm good. I'm good. Ready to go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So this week, um, you and I were were talking. There's not a whole lot going on in the sports world right now. I mean, we have basketball in full swing. I think the is it this week the NBA All Star Game is or next last That's, week? That or? is that is correct. It's this coming weekend. This coming weekend. Um, yep. I can honestly tell you that not one one shit is given from this end over here. Um, I will not watch it. I I doesn't even interest me um i remember back in the day when i was younger i know um i I used to look forward to the um the slam dunk competition but now i mean it's just you know it's just like everything it's become you know just a show yeah i'm not gonna watch that yeah i honestly I, i probably won't watch it either um but you're but you're right it was you know, nowadays nobody that is a really a good, you know, a good dunker is in the dunk contest. So, I mean, before, I mean, I remember back, you know, Dominique Wilkins and you know Jordan did it a couple of years, and 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 even you know more recent than that, you had Jerry Stackhouse and Kobe Bryant, and I mean, now you just, you have guys that I mean, and honestly, like I I don't watch basketball enough outside of you know, outside of the Celtics or, or for players. Like I, you know, yesterday the Celtics played, um, after that game was over, the, uh, the Golden State Warriors came on and, you know, I'm not going to lie. I watched them a little bit just because, you know, they're good. You know, I, I don't like any of the guys on the team, but I mean, they're just great. I mean, not a whole heck of a lot of them are, are known for their dunking. You know, they, you know, now it seems like with the way the league's going, it's it's you're better off watching a three point contest because it seems like everybody, even seven foot guys, are jacking up three pointers now. Yeah, and you know, you give me, you know, if they said this week we were going to have LeBron in there and 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 you know the Greek Freak and you know these these players that that are all over, like like you're all, I mean. Your superstars, I guess I was going to say your all-stars, but they're all all-stars. Um, your superstars, that would hook me. You know, if, if LeBron was in there, if, you know, the, the, the big names were there, I'd go to it. But it just yeah. doesn't interest me anymore. Um, usually around this time, too, and this is how bad it's gotten for me um, living down in South Florida. Being up in New York, in Buffalo, I was at hockey games or watching hockey every night. Down here, I can't tell you the last time I watched a hockey game. Um, usually around the same time NBA, the NHL All-Star game is on. I don't know if that's gone already. I don't know if that's coming yeah, up. That, I mean, was, that's, that was that was last weekend, I believe. See, that's the last week I'm, last weekend or the weekend before. I don't I know, the weekend before. Jeez Louise. Two, man. two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I and mean, that's bad for me. Um you know, and I like hockey more than I like basketball, and I didn't watch that either. So, um, there in football's over. I mean, we had the the AAF that just went off this past weekend. Um, heard some mixed reactions to that. I didn't get a chance to watch any of the games. Maybe we can get into that a little bit if you watch that. Um, okay. Really, truly, we're only on to to baseball and WWE. There's a pay per view this weekend. The uh, Elimination Chamber is this weekend. I kind of like that pay per view. We'll get into that a little bit. And, um, of course, we're going to do Shut Up and Listen. I think things are going to be a little bit different with Shut Up and Listen tonight. I think um, we talked off air. We got some stuff that we want to get off our chest. Usually our show 
is, I don't know if you want to call our show negative or um, doom and gloom sometimes, but, you know, always and forever, the 10 o'clock hour is negative. Um, so <laughs> we're going to kick... Um, we're going to kick off the show, I think, with our shut up and listens. But um, other than that, I'm, uh, you know, uh, anything else going on? Anything else you want to you want to get right into or no? Honestly, no. I mean, and like I was telling you off the air, like I think for every single sport going on right now. I mean, heck, I, I can even do a football one. I, I got to shut up and listen for everything today. We well, do, so I, as far as I, I'm concerned, is, we can do we can do shut up and listen right now <laughs> and keep going until well, see, until mine until is not o'clock. mine is not sports related. So <laughs> you know what? I think maybe we should get into shut up and listen right now. So without further ado, the critically acclaimed shut That's up and what listen. You think you've been doing running <laughs> shut up and listen. Your wife won't wear heels sometimes. <laughs> shut up and listen to me. The concept of shut up and listen is simple. Listen, Santos and I get pissed off throughout the week about something that's been done or said. Then we tell you how much of an idiot you are and why you're wrong. (laughs) I mean, it's not rocket science. It's you're going to shut up and listen to me tell you why you're a blubbering idiot. (laughs) There we go. Um, Was that that actually something that you recorded or did you just say that? It was something I recorded. Wow, I'm impressed. It's good, right? And I do, and I and I did forget to mention. You know, I don't know how much money you're making where you can pay all of these people on Facebook to like the Santos and London page. But good lord, man, we 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 got we so got shot night, up like nobody's business. So the other night, I was just sitting around and I was bored sitting over here, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to put together some some stuff. I'm going to make our page a little bit better. I'm going to make sure we're up to date and stuff. I got rid of all the, uh, all the information that referenced your uncle. Um, Sa- uh, oh, what was his name? Man. I don't what even remember. Wax I, we're, we're, like that? we're like, we're like really far estranged at this point. So I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> he does. He's not coming over for family, family dinners. Pro- probably, probably uh, not. Yeah. I will not be getting but a any- Valentine's day card from him. <laughs> anyway, it's funny you say that my shut up and listen <clears throat> is, Valentine's Day and the people (laughs) who celebrate it. um, I get the fact that Valentine's Day is a hallmark holiday. And, you know, for the young kids dating tomorrow is going to be a big day. You know, you're in middle school and you have your girlfriend or you're in high school and you have your girlfriend that you want to buy her, you know, one of the necklaces that's going to turn her neck green when she puts it on. I get that. You know, that's basically what this holiday is for. But when I see adult men and women going, oh, I had a woman request tomorrow off from work because today or because tomorrow was Valentine's Day. Um, She is the epitome of my shut up and listen. You're (laughs) 35 years old. You need to get flowers and a balloon that says, I love you in a little bear that holds what some chocolates and that's going to make your day. That is going to just carry me on for 365 more days until next Valentine's day. I get to tell you, I love you instead of every day when I come home and I take the garbage out and I take the dogs out and take the kids to the doctors. And you know, basically I don't slit your throat sometimes when you piss me off, that doesn't tell you that I love you and that um, I am really, 
um, cherish you. I mean, or the stuff that I buy you throughout the year. And I'm not specifically saying this just about my wife. I'm just saying this in general. I am so tired of every day or, you know, every couple of weeks there being some holiday or something that I have to open up my, my pocketbook and start shelling out money. So if you have one of one of two things, if you and I are friends on Facebook and you have posted a happy valentine's or something related to flowers balloons or i love you honey you're so great unfriend me now um secondly shut up and listen if you expect to or will be buying gifts tomorrow for your loved one um don't talk to me ever again lose my number so shut up and listen valentine's day shut up and listen hallmark and i am i'm gonna wear black to work tomorrow Wow. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I kind of I kind of feel the same way. You know, I mean, especially for somebody that wants to take off, that's kind of like the people that have to be off on their birthday. You know, once you have a full time job, um, being off on your birthday, that's kind of not really acceptable, in my opinion. I may be in the minority with that, but, you know, same concept, and especially, you know, Valentine's Day. Like, come on. She requested yeah. off tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, because tomorrow is Valentine's Day. I said, oh, you guys going away. You know, they have family out of town. Do you, are, you know, you guys traveling somewhere. No, 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 it's Valentine's Day. I said, oh, okay. She was like, no, I just really like Valentine's Day. You got to take five days well, off of work? I mean, it's your time. Does, well, maybe maybe Valentine's Day is just like her and her loved one getting getting a keg of natty light and going out into the middle of the woods and just chugging it all themselves. And for all I shooting know, shooting guns. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I was just that's absurd. I was appalled. I mean, I can see if it's a Friday or a Monday, you know, taking a three day weekend. You know, if you really if you're gonna go someplace, but if you're just gonna, you know, in the in the famous words of my grandma, who always wants to play games whenever she's down here visiting, if we kind of sit around for a little bit, she says, what are we going to do, sit around and look at each other? If you're just going to sit around and look at each other on Valentine's Day, there's really no point of doing anything on Valentine's Day. Uh, agreed, brother. Agreed. And you don't want to go – and here it is, man. I, I used to work in the restaurant business, and Valentine's Day is atrocious. I, you, I mean, you come out to Valentine's Day. I want. I go out on next Tuesday. I'll get the same damn meal for for cheaper, probably. You know, if I want to buy some flowers next Tuesday, they're not going to be eighty dollars a dozen. They'll probably be about fifteen or seventeen. You know, shut up and listen, man. Just shut up and listen. That's like just gouging. It's like post post hurricane Southwest Florida, like p- apocalypse down here. Agreed. So that's my shut up wow. and listen for the week. Wow, and that successfully took like eight minutes. Almost there. <laughs> Are we gonna be clock watching the whole the whole day? I, I always do just because. You know. Yeah. It's all about the numbers. But um Well to be honest with you, a couple I, I, of weeks ago I forgot I forgot we should, we we get done at eleven, remember? I was just <laughs> rambling on forever. Christ. That little that little English lady would have cut me off and oh, I still have stuff to say. Uh-huh. I have a, you know, since you brought up Facebook, I mean, this isn't, you know, like I mentioned, I have a plethora of shut up and listens for the evening, but uh, 
this this was one of them, and it's not it's not like the the number one seed, if you will. But it, you know, since you brought up Facebook, now shut up and listen, people of Facebook. Can you please stop liking your own posts and pictures? <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that you like them already, or else your dumbass wouldn't have put them on there to begin with. Every time I look at somebody's post or pictures and they're liking it, <clears throat> excuse me, I, ju- I just like, I, I want to say, like, what's the point of that? And what's even worse is there's like only three, there are only three likes for it, and you're one of them. So congratulations, you have 587 friends, and only two other ones liked what you put on there. And I, one uh, of them is mom, and the other one's sister. And what's worst is when you're the first one that likes it. Scratch oh, that one off my list. Okay, next. <laughs> Are we just going to go down in order? I mean, we're just going to go right down and, like, check, check, check. Are you there? Well, interesting. Mr. Santos got so fired up, he is gone. Hopefully, he will catch back on soon. But I get it, man. People, you know, Facebook has become this this thing, and I, I'm guilty of it, too. Um I definitely will post things pertaining to my dad. Like my dad passed away. Um, as many as you may know, my dad passed away and <laughs> um, and I catch myself posting things to him about him. Um, like he's going to see it. I mean, I, I am really posting things just for, my own, um, I don't know, my own friends, my own whatever. But I, I catch myself doing it a lot. And I see a lot of that stuff by other people too. Like, oh, you know, mom, um, or I don't even know. I, I just use myself, I guess, is, is my example. I mean, my, you know, my dad is not on Facebook. So I'm not really 100% sure why I post things for him to see. Mr. Sanders. Is that you? Yeah. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. All right. I don't know so what just... happened, but uh, that was strange. Yeah, you just disappeared on me, brother. Yeah. I, uh, well, I was moving the microphone around, and then the computer screen just went blank, and everything that I heard was just like the loud, like annoying sound from the Dumb and Dumber movie. Um, I was saying... Facebook, you're absolutely right. It's become one of these things, and I catch myself doing it. I was using myself as an example. Like, people post things, like, for instance, I post things that, like, like missing my dad. You know, my dad died, whatever. Missing him and putting stuff like, Dad, I, I miss you, I love you. Why do I put, my dad is not on Facebook. My dad is not there to see that. Why am I posting that? So Facebook has become this, like, look at me kind of thing. And I am, I'm guilty of that at times. I mean, I try to share things that are funny and interesting and, and things, but, but I definitely talk to inanimate objects or, 
dead people, it seems. My mother-in-law, you know, I'll post something about her. But for what? Who am I posting that for? I think I have like a, um, um, I don't want to say a complex, but I, I think I have a problem. Well, it's not just you, brother. Everybody kind of does stuff like that. It's almost like a, it's almost like a help group. Oh yeah, that's a good way to put it. Where people can, you know, put some issues or troubles or struggles that you know either they or their loved ones are having, and it's a it's a place for people to come together and kind of, you know, provide, you know, show some support, show some love for other people. But unfortunately, you have other people that get on there and they feel like they have to put, you know all of their political beliefs on there. And that just drives me crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm no, over that, gonna, man. Uh, you know, let's, let's face it. You're not gonna, you know, through the use of Facebook, you know, here I am. I'm pushing 40 years old. <clears throat> I believe what I believe. And, you know, nobody's really going to change that. I don't care what you put on Facebook to try to, per, you know, persuade me to go one way or the other on an issue or a topic or a, a political you know, person or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm already set, you know, I'm not, I'm not really changing right now. So it's almost like you're just putting stuff out there to make yourself feel better. And then you're just opening yourself up for everybody else to jump on you and criticize you. Like what, what do you really gain out of that? (laughs) Truth, man. I mean, you, my friend are spitting the truth tonight. You are, you were, how do the kids say nowadays, on fire? Yes, yes, that, that is definitely it. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you, I, I, I've, been, I've been spitting fire all week, man. I can just go right now as far as... My man, I'm going to turn my microphone off and jump in when I think <laughs> I'm, when I have a good spot, but you go, brother, you go. All right. Uh, now, not... You know, taking, you know, whatever whatever you think about football players kneeling, yes, I'm bringing this up to prove a point. <clears throat> I don't need to hear anything else about Colin Kaepernick because, in my opinion, shut up and listen, Colin Kaepernick. If you really wanted to play football – if you really wanted to continue to play football and none of those NFL teams are going to have you come in and be a starting quarterback, why wouldn't you join this AFL thing or whatever the hell it was on Sunday? So you can get out there, prove that you belong there, and you know, maybe get a maybe get a chance in back in the NFL if that's what you really want to do. If you want to prove a point, hey, that's great. Knock yourself out, but don't make it seem like you're being blackballed. Which I mean, let's face it, he probably is. But you have an opportunity to get out there to prove people wrong, to kind of redefine your career in the NFL, and you're not doing it. So, like I said, regardless of where you stand on the kneeling or not, you know, fist in the air or not, whatever, I, I just think that if, you know, you have what, – uh, what's that guy, Eric Reed, who also was kneeling 
he got signed, you know, to a to a team because he's actually still good and can still play. <clears throat> so don't don't throw you know you're being blackballed out there because if you were really that darn good, a team probably would have you in there. And to to piggyback off that a little bit, where where is he now with this crusade? Um, you know, you don't hear of Colin Kaepernick anymore. I mean, if, if this is such a crusade and such a personal, um, you know, belief of his that he's willing to give up his career for it, where is he now, Bangdrum? Why is he have marches or, or protests or, or whatever in front of Capitol Hill and and things like this? What are what are we, you know, why why just leave it? You know, for the football field, where you been, man? Well, I, I, I think they're still doing something. I mean, he's still involved doing something because, you know, as far as like legally. But the problem is, is that you have to prove that <clears throat> that the owners are, you know, sending correspondence to each other, and then sending correspondence to the general managers and presidents and vice presidents saying, "Do not talk to or sign this person." That's pretty darn hard to do nowadays because, you know, with with emails you can you can delete them, and it's you know it's not as easy as one may think to go back and try to recover all of this stuff. But I mean, it can be done. But it, like I said, it's not not that easy of a process. And to be honest with you, there's but, things out there nowadays that will disappear. For instance. Snapchat, and I'm not saying that, you know, I can't see Robert Kraft getting on Snapchat to, you know, um, Terry Pagula, but, you know, Snapchat disappears within, you know, instantaneously, and you'll never recover that stuff. So, I mean, and you're trying to tell me that the billion, the multi-billion dollar organization doesn't have some way to privately communicate? Right. And that's just it. I mean, everybody has burner phones and everything else. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's it's easy to get a, to get around that. I I don't know how he would prove his case, but again, I think you know, in order in order to show, you know, I I don't know. I kind of think it only would help his cause and his, <clears throat> you know, what his stance is on everything if. He got out there, he plays, he plays really darn well because let's face it, you're you're going up against guys on practice squads or guys that can't even make the practice squad for an NFL team. If you can't get out there and look like you know, like a super tech mobile quarterback or, you know, somebody that can put up 600 yards in a game of Madden, you know, just throwing the same play over and over and over again. That's what I do. I turn it down real low on rookie and just blow blow teams out. Oh, me too. But it's, it's one of those things. I just, I just think the the best way to prove your case is to get out there and do it. Don't, don't hide behind, hide, you know, don't hide behind attorneys to do the work for you. If you think you can play, then get your ass out there and play. Prove to me, prove to the freaking world 
that you belong on a team. Because I'll tell you what, there, there are football teams out there that are looking for quarterbacks that can, that can produce. I mean, you know, outside of the year and a half of Peyton Manning, the Denver Broncos still haven't found a quarterback, just trading for Joe Flacco today. <clears throat> so I, I just think that, you know, he's not really doing himself a favor right here. You know, I think, you know, he has the perfect, the perfect stage right now where, I mean, let's face it, all eyes would be on him. He would make this league, you know, just he'd, he'd put them on the map. And it'd almost be for the same reason that, that Brady kind of is as, as polarizing as he is for the NFL. It's almost going to be the same way. You're either going to like, like this guy for who he is and what he believes in and what he stands for, or you're not. <clears throat> so, you know, they just kind of, I, I don't know. I, I think he's making a mistake by not, by not playing in one of these other leagues just to, to show us what he can do. Do you think it's, it's too late now, Nate? Do you think it's too late for him if he comes, you know, if, if this all gets cleared up or whatever? I mean, however it's going to end, you know, does he plead or does he, does he prove his case? Is the case thrown out? Whatever. Is it too late for him now even, okay, say, you know, a few teams come knocking next year. Is it just too late? He's been out for, what, two years now? Is it just too late for him? I mean, I, I hate to say it, but, I mean, probably. There's not, not, too many, not too many athletes can sit out two years and come back and be even close to where they were, you know, just strength-wise, speed-wise, what have you. It would be really tough. I agree with that. I agree. I think, I mean, would it be a stretch to say that he has signed, but not with the AAF or whatever that is, AFA or whatever, but with the XFL coming in 2020, do you think he is there maybe and it's just quiet or put on the back burner? Do you think Vince would, would blow that up with any chance he got? Oh, are you kidding me? I think Vince is looking for any reason he can to promote the heck out of this league. And let's, like I said, you know, he'll, he'll bring people to the TV, whether because you want to see him succeed or because you wanted to see him absolutely fail. So I, I, I think either way you're going to, I mean, he'll, he'll get people to the, you know, to the TV to watch him. And that's, and you know, and as a, as a promoter, I mean, let's face it, that's Vince's number one job is to promote. I mean, that's what you want to do. I think, I think he'd be foolish not to bring, bring a name in, any name that he possibly can. I mean, hell, if you want to bring in Johnny Manziel, go for it. Yeah, yeah, true. That's, I mean, that's, it's, a, it's the same type of a thing. Nate, is, I, I guess maybe, maybe I didn't um, get my point across. Well, do you think that he's not signed there? Um, yet, I mean, what I'm saying is, is there a possibility that he's already signed a contract with the XFL and it's just, it's on the hush hush? Or do you think if Vince had him or somebody had him locked up, that it would be out 
all over the news already, I guess is what I'm trying to ask. I, I, think, I think if he's out or if he's signed someplace, it would be out. Okay. I don't think, I don't think there's going to be much where, you know, they're going to hide as far as the XFL goes because, you know, let's, I mean, let's face it. They probably should have started this year too. If they could go back and do it all over again, they'd be starting this year as well because they're going to be a year behind, you know, the what AEFL or AFL or whatever the heck it's called. You know, I mean, if this one is any good, you know, they're going to start up next year. They're going to be like, not like the younger brother. They're going to be like the youngest brother. (laughs) So, I mean, you're walking into an even bigger hole because let's face it, you got what? The first game that was on was like Christian Hackenberg and he was absolutely terrible. I mean, if you can't get on a team there, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like again. I just think he needs to get out there sooner rather than later. So that's why I don't think he's he's signed with the XFL because I think if he was smart, he would have signed with this one that's going on now and not wait another year. Because right. guess what? Next time this year, next year this time, it's going to be like three years out of the league. Right. No, you're right, dude. That's why you're the best, the best co-host in the business, brother. Well, as long as I'm not choking, that's pretty good. Nice. <laughs> On to <clears throat> shut up and listen number three for Mr. Santos. Where, where do you want to go next? What sport do you want to hit on next? <laughs> Wherever you want to go, brother. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, whenever we were done with our show last week, I was actually going to do a big numbers presentation on a shut up and listen to NBC and the NHL because Connor McDavid is never on TV. Connor McDavid is probably one of the best players in the league. He's no, he's and not Jack Eichel. No, he's not. And that's a good thing. But I think he's led the league in points the last two years. He's only been in the league, what, like three years? Yeah. I mean, he's. Well, four, maybe. Four? Maybe. But, well, this is his fourth year. Right. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think this year he's like, I think, third or fourth in points. And the reason he's never on TV is because he plays for Edmonton. Edmonton is kind of like Eastern Russia. (laughs) So we don't get a lot of, we don't get a lot of their stuff on TV because whenever I think like East coast, they're, they're what, like maybe Western or mountain time zone or Western time zone. Yeah. So they're, they're behind us. They're behind us quite a bit time wise anyway, here on the East coast and, Let's face it, NBC doesn't put a whole heck of a lot of Canadian teams on TV that aren't called the Canadians. So, but I just think for hockey, whenever you have a chance to put one of the best guys on TV, you just got to do it. Find a way. And I was going to give you, like, all of his stats and everything like that. And then, lo and behold, Berg and the Edmonton Oilers. So there goes that. Shut up and listen. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, I mean, the good news is you get to watch um, Sid the Kid and Connor McDavid. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty good. Score update, spoiler alert, 2-1 Penguins right now in the second period. <coughs> but something did happen over the weekend hockey-wise that uh, I, I will do a shut-up and listen for. Uh, shut up and listen, David Posternock. For those of you who aren't Boston oh. Bruins fans, exactly. Uh, he's a, He was one of the only all-stars, maybe the only all-star from the Bruins this year. And, you know, this past weekend, they had a, like, some type of sponsored event in one of the evenings up there in Boston. And uh, he was leaving to go home, maybe like 10, 1030, between like 1030, 1130 at night, walking outside to the Uber. He falls. And basically thumb injury out minimum of two weeks to reevaluate in two weeks. Um, I don't know about you. But when was the last time you just fell? Because I'll tell you what, I don't think I actually have fallen. Eh, probably since I was about maybe like one and a half or two years old. <laughs> now, if there was a little bit of uh, alcohol encouragement with that, you know, maybe, eh, Early early twenties, but I look at it this way, dude. You are the only all star on your team that is in the playoff hunt. You're in the middle of the pack right now, as far as playoff positioning. You're one of the only three consistent goal scorers on your team. How in God's name? Yeah, let me put it this way. Your career is spent playing a game on ice. How the <laughs> hell do you fall down and hurt your thumb? On ice, maybe. I don't know. Maybe too many Smirnoff ices or something like that, because I mean, that's <laughs> ridiculous. I know nothing of this guy, but I agree with that. I, I think, you know, maybe we don't know the whole story. Maybe he tripped, maybe... You know, maybe he was hammered. Who knows? But, uh, I mean, you know, he, he probably feels more comfortable with ice skates on, hockey skates, than he does in, but, in yeah, shoes. That's, that's probably true. And, you, yeah, you can't put one foot in front of the other to get to your Uber. <laughs> oh, sweet hell. All right. So now let's uh, – now we hit another topic. <clears throat> Shut up and listen. National talking heads That don't know who the hell they're talking about There are two different cases I have for you Number one Last week we had the NBA trade deadline I believe it was Thursday or afternoon At about 3 or 4 o'clock Eastern Is when the trade deadline was the big name was, and we went over him last week, uh, Anthony Davis out of the, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans. We had, 
you know, one of the most well-known sports talk figures in the country, Mike Francesa, out of New York City, <clears throat> starts telling everybody Anthony Davis is not a top five or top ten player because centers play with their backs towards the basket on defense and only play down low by the basket on offense. Uh, dude, have you watched a basketball game in the last five years? You've got Joel Embiid popping three-pointers like nobody's business. Anthony Davis, who is like the probably the best center in the league with Embiid as a – I think Embiid's actually a power forward, but let's face it, seven, the guy's seven foot. He's a, he's a center. Everybody in the league right now, just about every single player – can hit a three-pointer. So obviously, this man does not watch the game or know this player at all, or else he would not have made him seem like, yeah, he's probably the best center, but he's not in the top ten. Dude, he's a top five player in the NBA. No doubt about it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Dude is a top five player. So, obviously, like I said, he does not know what he's talking about. He's an idiot. Fast forward to, I think, I want to say it was early this week. Your your boy, Stephen A. Smith. I hate Stephen A. Smith so much. I know you do. I know you do. That's why why I love it that I I heard this and I wanted to bring it up. They're talking about the, for some reason already, they're talking about the NFL draft. You know, Kyler Murray coming out of Oklahoma, he's the Heisman Trophy winner. The guy's like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, five, I mean, he's a small guy. <clears throat> Somebody brought up, um, I think, I forget what the kid's name is, Dwayne Haskins. Is that the, the quarterback out of Ohio State? I know his last name's Haskins. Yes. I think his first name is Dwayne, I, I believe. Stephen A. Smith is talking about him. And I want to flashback because I heard this on something. I want to flashback to last year whenever my least favorite NFL commentator on ESPN, Bill, I hate the Patriots, get off my lawn, kid, Napoleon, was talking about Lamar Jackson, who is now the only quarterback on the Baltimore Ravens, saying, he doesn't have the decision-making skills of a quarterback. Basically, he needs to be a wide receiver. He got criticized and called racist for that. Yeah, no. I, you know, whatever. That, that is what it is. That's not my point. My point is Stephen A. Smith talking about uh, this Haskins kid out of Ohio State who is African-American basically said – I wouldn't. I wouldn't draft him high in the draft. He's a running quarterback. He's he's not a he's not a pass first quarterback. Blah blah blah. Giving you all of this stuff. Haskins only had 108 rushing yards on the year. <laughs> the most Tom Brady has had in a season was like 100 and 115. <clears throat> 
Dude ain't running the ball. What are you talking about? How can you not know what you're doing? I can't stand it when these, you know, high-profile national sports-talking figureheads get on TV and they just start talking. And they don't even know what the hell they're talking about. And the sad thing is people out there that don't do their homework buy into it. It's the truth because so-and-so said so. I'm sorry. Check your facts. Everybody's probably listening to this show right now on a phone or a computer where they can just push a button and say, hey, how many rushing yards has Dwayne Haskins had this year? And then a couple of seconds later, a nice female voice will pop up and say, he had 108. <laughs> it's not hard to, to fact check. I don't understand why nobody does it. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I have, first of all, I, those two people in particular drive me to drink. Honestly, they, they make me just mental. I can't even listen to Mike Francesa um, and then Stephen A. on the back end of that. Good Lord. Um, it does not surprise me that these two are, are, are not factual or not even knowing what the hell they're talking about. I think they're just – I think Stephen A. especially just talks and talks loudly – and uses big words to try to confuse people because he doesn't really know what the hell he's talking about. Um, he doesn't come correct half the time. So it doesn't surprise me. It, it drives me crazy, too, that these guys are getting paid lots and lots of money, more money than I will ever be paid, to do something that I love to do, but don't know their ass from their elbow. So... I'm I'm with you on that. Shut up and listen, brother. Right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> and then, then my my big one, for, you know, for the week, and we'll probably get a lot more back and forth with you and me on this because you know we were both talking before the show. You know, what's your shut up and listen? We both, we basically had the same thing. I'm going to be a little bit more specific. You can jump in afterwards, and we can kind of. We can go for a while on this. Um, shut up and listen, uh, especially Justin Verlander and anybody else out there that is upset or angry about Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Craig Kimbrell, and anybody else that has not been signed through free agency yet. If you are mad about that, shut up and listen. Ball is not where it was as the top sport in America. You have a lot of teams, let's face it, are basically just minor league teams for the Yankees, Red Sox, you know, the big boys, Cubs, Dodgers. They don't put a whole heck of a lot of money into their team. So... And, and look at all of these contracts that have just gone south over the years, these big 10-year these big deals. You know, you've got A-Rod. You have 
so many other ones. I mean, baseball, the money is just ridiculous. And a lot of these deals, they're just, they always backfire on the team. The player makes out like a bandit. The teams kind of get screwed. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, in my opinion, are not 10-year contract guys. In the league right now, I would say, you know, maybe I kind of want to say like two. And, you know, like I said, you know more about the National League than I do, but I'd say the only two guys right now that I would even consider giving a 10-year contract to, I mean, the guy who should win the MVP award every single year in both leagues, Mike Trout, and Mookie Betts. That's it. That's it. You're sure as heck not going to give that to Bryce Harper, who has been so inconsistent in the last bunch of seasons after he was an MVP or an MVP candidate, maybe like four or five years ago. Strikes out a ton. Batting average is terrible. But he can, he can hit home runs. But when you plug him into the three or four spot, you need more than just home runs. Especially on a team like the Nationals, that let's face it, they were stacked and should have done a hell of a lot better than they did the last couple of seasons. Now, Machado, on the flip side of that, he's just an asshole. And it was displayed so much in the postseason, you know, with stepping on guys, doing, you know, the saying things and doing things that, that breaks every code of conduct in, in baseball. Nobody wants to pay for that. I think baseball has just outpriced itself as far as salaries go. And the owners just want to try to bring it back in. They want to rein it, you know, pull the reins, slow the horses, and get these contracts down so that they're more manageable for the teams because the teams are all about making money. And unfortunately in baseball, I was talking to somebody today. I mean, you look at the Red Sox. <clears throat> Excuse me. We look at the Red Sox. The only positions they had on that team outside of pitcher that were not homegrown talent was first base and second base with Eduardo Nunez whenever he played. Everybody else came up through that farm system. Granted, they're all young. They're all under their first contract, but guess what? You know, whenever their contracts are up, I don't expect all of them to stick around because there'll be some team out there, you know, like the Padres or the Royals or maybe even the the Tampa Rays or the Marlins that'll spend, you know, break the bank on these guys and then end up trading them to somebody else in a couple of years. So I just say shut up and listen. Major League Baseball as a whole, if the teams aren't willing to pay you what you want, maybe you're not worth that. I think you and I have – I think we're going to say the same thing just differently, um, if that makes sense. But I – Sure. 
I say shut up and listen, Major League Baseball as a whole, um, because you are allowing these two, and two specifically, I know Craig Kimbrell is still out there, I know there's some other um, free agents still out there, but, but the two big names, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, are holding you hostage, basically. Um, they've gone through the entire summer as free agents, um, these teams are fawning all over these guys, putting, you know, people are traveling and people are throwing money at them and and people are buying billboards in the city and this, that, and the other to get these guys in there. And they're, they're just using it as a, like their own personal parade. And it really is driving me crazy that baseball, the sport that I love is allowing these, these two to, to basically hold them them hostage and not demand them to sign with somebody or tell these teams to to you know knock it off. You look like you are a, a desperate little boy in the eighth grade trying you know trying to get the girl, man. I mean, come on, it's it's almost embarrassing for some of these clubs. The Giants, I mean, basically have just thrown. I mean, they might as well have just given um, Bryce Harper the checkbook. And just like whatever you want to write, go ahead. Um, it's embarrassing, I feel yeah. like, to some of these to some of these teams, and to some of the general managers and some of the owners. I mean, the owners, for Christ's sake, you know they gotta put, you know, they gotta sell season tickets here, and you know, baseball is is what fifty four days away, or no? Yes, what I just see. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Pitchers and catchers are already down here for the Red Sox. Yeah, and, and it's like, come on, man. Let's can we seriously? Can we just stop with this already? I get it, man. You're gonna, you know, whatever we believe. You know, I mean, there's base pundits out there that are that are way smarter than me when it comes to the game. You know what I do know? Um, I, I I do know that it it looks bad on them that they have gone the entire summer, um, and have gotten have gained no progress. These guys are still sitting there and they're going to go to, you know, they're going to go to camp when, 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 when it's over, they're not going to be building a rapport with their, with their teammates. And, you know, baseball is the hardest sport. And these guys, if they're the greatest, if they're the best in the game now, and you're going to throw all this money at them, then do it. And these guys need to still go in there and still, you know, take their, their, their cuts and still, you know, still be on the team with the guys to, you know, to, to, to build this relationship that kind of pisses me off that baseball's allowing these guys to let them, to hold them hostage. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, even, even last year with the Red Sox and, uh, wow, what the hell was that guy's name? The, the oh, know J.D. Your... Martinez. J.D. Oh, Martinez. Oh, J.D. Martinez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was like that last year, too. He came in. The Red Sox basically told him what they were going to give him. He says no. He went around to other teams, and it sounded like he was going to go to, like, one of four or five different places. And then, you know, right before spring training, oh, he magically signs with the Red Sox because they had the best deal all along. You know, stop. You know, like you said, stop trying to play teams against each other, especially now, because you're right. It's about, you know, baseball's timing. You got to get there. You got to get your timing down. 
Yeah. You got to be in, you know, especially these guys that are going to play. Like Machado is going to be an infielder. You got to get to know who, who you're going to be on that field with. You know, fielding, fielding almost as much as hitting for him. You know, Bryce Harper. I mean, he's let's face it, probably going to be an outfielder someplace. So, and we all know he needs help with hitting. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, like my, I guess like what I was saying, my, how I ended mine is that if you think you're a 10-year, $300 million player and no teams are going to pay you that, then maybe, maybe that's not what you are. You know, I mean, these guys have overinflated self-worth, and it, it's probably a, a shock to them whenever they don't get whatever they feel like they deserve. Well, sports, you only deserve what people pay you or what they're willing to pay you. And if you're not getting it, then you're not it. Truth, my man. Preach, brother. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean... <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's annoying to me. Baseball is timing. Baseball is, you know, a kid's game. And, and you know, to spending time on the field and in the dugout and in, you know, in spring training with your guys and, you know, people wanting to buy jerseys and, you know, people, people planning like baseball happens during the summer when families travel and they want to make trips. They want to plan around baseball. That's what, that's what baseball is, man. And, you know, you get these, you get these players that, you know, you got a little boy somewhere, I'm sure out, out in, you know, Washington, that's a huge Bryce Harper fan, and you know his family is also kind of being held hostage because they want to go on vacation once a year as mom and dad work their ass off to save money, and the little boy wants to go see Bryce play. Well, where is he going to go? When are we going to be able to know, mom? When you know, yeah. I got you. You know, it just it is what it is, man. It's just it's ignorant on these guys that that think you're absolutely right. That think, oh, I'm worth, you know. Four hundred million is three hundred and fifty million. Come on, man. You know, is it really? Yeah. Is that really what we're fighting over at that point? Fifty million dollars is an exorbitant amount of money. Do not get me wrong. Please don't think that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying that it's not a lot of money. But it, I mean, you know, are we really fighting over? Is it going to be thirty-five million a year or forty million a year? Come on, man. I mean, come on. Shut up and listen. Uh, yeah. That's, you know, unfortunately nowadays the contracts are what's kind of just really hurting all all sports. I mean, you don't hear about it as much in hockey, but like basketball, that's all you hear about. I mean, you have people that are. I mean, they just, they didn't even haven't even had their all star break yet, and already they're talking about this people are under contract through the end of this season that they're currently in, where are they going to play next year? And guys are getting asked now in press conferences, where are you going to play next year? Like that, that to me is just ridiculous. There is no way that, you know, the media should be allowed to ask that or that the guys should even be forced to have to answer it. You know, it's, it's the current season. Why are you asking me about next year? It's like the people that ask Tom Brady, 
during the season, is he going to play next year? Like, worry about this year. Ask me questions about this year. And and then, you know, you have, I mean, let's face it. I mean, the guys are going to get a little pissy because they don't want to answer the questions about next year. But then whenever they do get pissy, oh, well, they're just an a-hole. Oh, they're this, they're that. Well, guess what? Stop asking them the dumb questions. Yeah, man. <clears throat> and, I, and I do have a question for you real quick before we move on. I did hear that one of the reasons <clears throat> the Yankees do not want to get Machado is because they would rather have that Nolan Arenado from the Rockies. Oh, now, didn't the Rockies... Yeah, but have, he just resigned. the Rockies... Exactly. And I just saw the story about the Yankees today. How can they say that? How is that permissible in a professional sport to say, you don't want to sign this person because you'd rather have that person who's well, under contract with another team? Well, Arenado just resigned today or yesterday or something. Right, and I, I, but I just saw the story from the Yankees today. Well, I wonder if that story was like somebody gave him a quote like, you know, two days yeah, ago maybe. or something, and, you know, and then they didn't run the story until today or something. You know, it was already in press or whatever it might be. You know, yeah, I, I mean, that's just, that's just poor timing. I get that. But, yeah, I mean, he just recently resigned. And, you know, and just kind of to piggyback off that, I mean, that's tampering. That's called tampering. Um, right. There is a bet that you can make in you talking about people being asked where they're going to play next year and blah, blah, blah. There is a bet that you can make through Bovada. Will LeBron James be um, guilty or found to have tampered with free agents by the end of 2019? That is a bet you can, you can legitimately make. Honestly, I'd say yes. Oh, absolutely! I would say but, yes, but that's just that's just asinine, man. That's just yeah. Like I agree. They, they, they just think we're stupid, you know. They just, I mean, yeah. These these professional owners and athletes and things, they just they literally probably all sit back when they get together and just laugh and say, you know, how dumb are these people? You know. Well, well, basketball especially because basketball lately with all of these super teams and. Like Anthony Davis coming out and saying, I want to I wanna trade when he has a year and a half left on his contract. It's like, come on. You know, that, and, that's, and that's the worst because I'll tell you what, you get, I mean, look, Jordan and Pippen did it for years. You get two of the top ten players on a team, you can do damage. And it's you and know, it's I lost funny the because, you know, now. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, go ahead, Bob. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, they, the way they do the all-star teams now is they take a player in each conference and they pick them. You know, they pick, they pick teams. It's not East versus West. So this year you had uh, the Greek freak uh, Giannis. I'm not even going to attempt to say the last name without having it written out in front of me. A, from the Milwaukee Kempo Bucks. or something. Yeah. <clears throat> You have him as one captain. You have LeBron as the other captain. The starting roster on LeBron's team is him 
and four guys that are all free agents at the end of the season. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yep. And, and even when they were picking teams, they were picking teams. They did it live on TNT. LeBron actually, and this was like, I think it was around the time where Anthony Davis came out and said that he wanted a trade and everybody was talking about him going to the Lakers. LeBron picked Anthony Davis to be on his team. And the first thing Giannis says is, isn't that considered tampering? And, you know, everybody laughed, but, and again, it, it could come true. It could come true. You know, I lost a little respect for one of my guys today. I'm a Mets fan, you know that, and we don't have a whole yeah. lot to be proud of in that organization. Well, this year we made some moves, so I'm, I'm kind of pumped to see what goes on. But, I mean, we're still a couple years away. You got, you got but, T-Bow Mania, man. What are you talking about? All right. Um, have a good week, guys. We'll see you next week here. On... <laughs> um, so, and he, you know, he got invited to, to spring training. Of course he did. Oh, God. He's going to put honest, asses I... in seats in Florida, Tim Tebow. I'm telling you right now, he's going he's gonna to put my ass in that seat. I'm going to drive over this, this summer, I think. Go see him. But um, There you go. Um. I did lose a little respect for for one of our guys today. Jacob DeGrom is going to be a free agent at the end of next season, right? So he's going to play all this season, play all next season, and then he's going to be a free agent. He came out and said today that he will not renegotiate during the season. I mean, that's just saying, like, come on, man. Do we need to talk about it today? Can't we just go about it and do it? You know, when when free agency first started, and, and I guess it's just the times we live in, man. I mean, you can... You have the world at your fingertips with your phones and, you know, you never saw these guys wanting trades and asking to be traded. It just happened, and it was exciting when it happened. And your team, holy cow, I remember when Mike Piazza got traded to the Mets. I called my buddy immediately and was like, we're winning the World Series, and we didn't. But um, it was exciting. You know, I didn't know yeah, it was coming. It just, it just happened. So these guys talking about, you know, doing you know i'm not going to negotiate during the season well how about you just shut up and play baseball i mean that's what you're getting paid for you know i mean yeah so i lost a little bit of respect no i mean not respect really just kind of got annoyed today i guess at at jacob Degrom. you know just get out there i mean you're you just reported to camp yesterday how about you just get out there and and not get hurt this year yeah yeah let's start there Jeez. Great. Now I'm pissed off at the Mets. Great. Speaking of pissed well, off. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, are you done with your with your shut up and listens? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Then we'll, we'll let this okay. guy take us into our WWE. <laughs> Get ready. How's that? We Woo! are sure, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio Looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, 
son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. <laughs> Rick Flair, the nature boy, taking us into our WWE um, misery. Uh, Rick Flair is going to be having a birthday here in a couple weeks. He's going to be on. Um, he's going to be back on television on Raw. I'm excited to see that. Um, I will tell you this: he just recently was cleared to wrestle again. Now, let me ask this question. Oh, good Lord. Does that interest you even a little bit? No. Not even, not even sort of. Not even kind of, right? No, not at all. So, I mean, it's very convenient that he was recently cleared, like literally, I want to say a week ago maybe, um, Maybe over the weekend, I was reading something on on one of the the sites that I I follow, and it was Ric Flair has been cleared to wrestle, and I and then they announce that oh no maybe it was even a week and a half ago because it was just before the WWE announced that he they were going to have a birthday for him, so you know somebody's going to come out and put the boots to him and something's going to where he's going to have a Kurt Angle type match or something. But I was just like, oh, good God, Vince. Come on, boys. Come on. We're better than that, aren't we? But apparently not, apparently, Mr. Santos. Apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, to, give me that, your that, State that of the Union of address for the WWE. Uh, well, <laughs> State of the Union address, um, since I'm being put on the spot that way, uh, I'm just going to say, I think I think Ronda Rousey pulls a lot more weight in there than we think she does. I think she is the reason that Charlotte Flair was thrown into this match. Really? Yes. Now I I will because, say this, and the, the the people that do listen to our program do know this about our our our. Um, relationship here that I am more of the fanboy Mark and you are more of the level-headed, you know, business creative side. So we kind of, ha- we're the yin, I'm the yin to your yang really. So okay. why, why so? Why do you feel that way? I, I just think, I mean, and we've even talked about it the last couple of weeks. It is so obviously awkward when she goes out there, starts talking in the ring, is getting booed mercifully. She doesn't know what to do. She stutters. She takes pauses at really weird parts of you know, her scripted lines. She acts like she's never spoken on a microphone before. That's how bad it is. She tries to be funny. It comes across as awkward. And I just don't think she likes that. I think she hates being in that position. She doesn't like people booing her. And because they're trying to make her the face, they're trying to make her, you know, elite. And they're trying to push her to the moon. I mean, let's face it. She probably gets paid the most out of all the female wrestlers by far <clears throat> because, of, because of her name. They want to make her happy. They want to keep her around. I think you bring Charlotte into this, and you have, and you go with the old school, well, authority, McMahons are pushing somebody, 
you know, I, I've even I've even read people saying it's like Roman Reigns all over again. But you have Charlotte in there as a heel. She's great on the mic. I mean, she is one of the best. She knows how to work that crowd like nobody's business. She loves it whenever they boo her. Let's face it. Who's a better person to have out there to kind of promote this match? Because you don't want to have people boo Ronda Rousey. Ronda doesn't want to have people booing Ronda Rousey. Those Charlotte out there. They tried to, be, and it's and it's all because they tried to remember. Whenever Charlotte and Becky Lynch started the feud, whenever Becky kind of like beat up on Charlotte at one of the pay-per-views, I forget which one it was. SummerSlam, maybe. They tried to get the crowd behind Charlotte to make Becky Lynch a heel, and the crowd was not buying it at all. They went for a couple weeks like that, and everything that they did just wasn't working. And so they finally just they got behind the man character for Becky Lynch, which just shot her to the moon like nobody's business. They people have kind of said it's kind of it's very similar to like like Austin whenever he kind of took off like the anti-authority figure. So the only other alternative was to put Charlotte in this match. I don't like it. I mean, I think I was very vocal on that the last two weeks. I hate the idea. (coughs) Wow. This cough is ridiculous. Anyway. Bananas. The last last two weeks, like I said, I've been still anti the triple threat match, and then whenever they pulled what they did on Monday night, you know, Vince coming out and basically saying Becky is suspended until five days after WrestleMania. If anybody out there really believes Becky Lynch is not going to be on WrestleMania, um, just start watching something else because there's no chance in hell that she is not at WrestleMania. I'd land to sell you if you believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that being said, you know, now they have to kind of get everybody back on board, you know? I think it's, you know, the one thing that kind of hurt Becky in this whole deal is, you know, on Monday night, they kind of waited around and, and to see if she would apologize, you know, to, uh, to Hunter and Seth at the end of the show, so they would put her back in the match. Now, I, I heard this on a, on a podcast when it, and when I heard it, I was like, that's a pretty damn good idea. I think they did this because you have the hottest name on either roster come out at the beginning of a three-hour show, and you know she's going to come out at the end of the three-hour show. Let's see what that does for ratings of people sticking around to a three-hour show. I don't know what the total ratings were, but I bet you a lot of people that normally wouldn't watch all three hours or turn it off at about 10 o'clock on Monday after two hours, 
they probably stuck around to find out what was going to happen, kind of like what they used to do with, you know, The Rock and Austin back in their days where they would come out to start the show. They, their mouth would get them in trouble. Then they'd have a match at the end of the show. Everybody was glued until the end of the show. You didn't move. I, I think that's kind of what they tested out on Monday to see how <clears throat> everybody and how viewership would have gone knowing that at about two hours and 45 minutes after that first segment ended with Becky Lynch, that she'd be coming back out. And let's, let's, check, the, let's check the viewership. Let's look at the ratings. How was she, how was she helping the ratings? And then maybe have her, you know, take off until, you know, maybe next week. You know, she, I don't, as far as I know, she wasn't on the show Tuesday night because I haven't watched the whole thing yet. But, you know, I, I think that, you know, if she comes back out, they probably have a match at Fastlane with her and somebody to try to get back in that main event. I mean, unfortunately, they've run this story before with Daniel Bryan. They had, what was it, Randy Orton was the champion. Batista came back and won the Royal Rumble, and everybody absolutely hated it. And then, then I think Daniel Bryan had to win a match at Fastlane to get a match with Triple H to start WrestleMania. Win that, get a match at the end of WrestleMania where he ended up winning the heavyweight belt from Randy Orton and Batista in a triple threat match. It's probably going to be the same type of deal. Hello. I'm here. I, I was just, I thought you had a, uh, you were going, brother. I was listening to you. I, um, I, that's very interesting to me because I, I never would have thought that, that um, Rhonda was part of that creative. I mean, she clearly struggled a couple weeks ago when they were booing her and, and whatever. She, she has never been booed a day in her life. You know, I'm, I'm was a UFC guy. No. I still am, but. But when she was in the UFC, she, when when they, you even said her name, she was like just exploded, you know. So she she's not used to the the booing and the the, the jeers. But um, you know, Becky is the hottest thing, man. She is, you know, what people are paying to see right now. And I don't know where it came from, but she is, and they got to embrace that. They got to stop with the, you know, with I mean the. They just got to give us more what we want, really. And that's interesting to me that you, you think that, um, I'm sorry, that Rhonda is part of, I mean, I don't, see, I'm struggling to even accept it because I don't feel like she would ever even let, uh, admit, I, I feel like it's almost her admitting that she needs help to, to, to be the best because she's never had that. She's never had to, to, to have any, you know, she never had to have any help when she was always the greatest. So I'm, I'm feeling like it's her admitting defeat almost if she's asking for, for Charlotte to be out there, but it makes sense to me. It, it, it doesn't, it's not, far off i i'm i'm on board with you and with it so i don't i don't know man i it's gonna be i mean you're right i mean becky is gonna be at wrestlemania it's gonna be a triple threat match um it it just is and 
I think to place riots if Becky doesn't win the championship. Um, but I lost my point. I forgot where I was going with it. But anyway, um, <laughs> they they just need. It's interesting to me that you that you think that she that she basically asked for help, but it makes sense, man. I mean, unless I mean you called this was going to be a triple threat match weeks ago when we were, you know, when we were texting back and forth. You were like, if if they make this a triple threat match, I'll never watch again. And I think I got the same text on on Monday night um, yeah, when what was announced, <laughs> <laughs> but. But um, it makes sense, dude. It really does. And you've been pretty spot on with, with the way things have been going recently um, f- for both episodic shows. But that's interesting. I'm going to have to keep an eye on that, see if I can dig up a little bit. No, I don't, I, I don't think that she is back there. I mean, I, I don't think she's really complaining. I just think that, you know, they – they don't want her to struggle. And, I mean, it is obvious you know, to anybody that has watched a TV show in their life that she she's struggling out there on the mic. You know, whenever it comes down to Becky Lynch and her, they're struggling because, you know, she's not the popular one. It's, it's, the, it's Becky Lynch. And, and she does not like that. No. And, and it's pretty clear that she doesn't. She doesn't hide it well. <clears throat> it's almost like she's looking at if she gets back behind the, you know, in the gorilla position off stage and says to Vince, "Hey, hey, don't you guys know how to write stuff for me?" Or I don't see her saying it like that, but you know, something to that effect. Like, you know, is this how you're planning this to go? Because let's face it, I mean, they all sit around and they write, thinking that they know how the crowd's going to react. I don't think they but, thought it was going to rea- they were going to react that way. And as soon as it happened, you could either. see her immediately like lose the color in her face. Like she got, yeah. she got panicky out there and that's when her yes. Becky's music played. And I, I think she was yeah, supposed to I be think, cutting. Yeah. I think she was supposed to keep going with that promo the first time. And they brought her in early. Just to favor. I agree. I agree. You can, you can almost see her like looking back like looking around trying to, to be like, you know, help me, you know, she's waving the microphone yeah. and, you know, like I'm, I'm dying out here. It's, it's, it's almost like you were given a, a speech in high school and you get nervous and you lost your place. And then it was all, then it was all downhill from there. Really. It's almost like the actors that, that, that just look out, look at the director and yell line. Yeah. True. Like that's, it's almost true. like that's what she wanted to do. Line. Line. <laughs> Where am I going? Where am I going? Yeah, yeah it's I, interesting. I, you know. think, I mean, and like, and like we've said before, you know, we all knew that whenever she signed with them and came out last year at Royal Rumble, that the goal at the time, according to everybody, I mean, everybody that I've listened to that does podcasts or talks wrestling at all said right from then, the goal is to push Ronda and then have her, you know, this year at WrestleMania, possibly main event with Charlotte. Unfortunately, you know, they tried to put the crowd against Becky Lynch, 
who was basically, I mean, let's face it, she was the SmackDown women's roster for most of the summer. You know, basically, ever since, ever since uh, WrestleMania last year, really, she was there on every week. They kind of built her up because, you know, Charlotte was hurt and out. And let's face it, the other women on that show just aren't, I mean, outside of Asuka, I, I even I even texted you this when we were texting about this Monday night. <clears throat> There's nobody else on that roster that is championship worthy outside of Oscar, Charlotte, and Becky. That's it. On, on the that's why they have to, roster. Well, that's why they have to do the shakeup pretty soon. Man. <clears throat> yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to. And I think that's another reason why they're doing that. It's only one women's tag team championship. Yeah. So that the ta- that, that so that the tag team champs can go back and forth between shows. That's exactly what they're doing with it. You're right. Yeah, that's that's why they're doing it. So, but anyway, I I still think you know I, I would love for it to somehow just be Becky Lynch and Rousey. I don't know how they get to that point, or even if they're able to. It's looking more like it's going to be a triple threat match. And I mean, let me I ask know. you this question, Just Mr. Get... Nate. <clears throat> okay. What, what do you, I mean, how bad must Ruby Riot feel? Um, how <laughs> bad must she, you know, I mean, she has a title match this weekend on Sunday. And then there's uh-huh. another pay-per-view between um, this one and WrestleMania. Who, whomever that may be, what, how bad does the women's division, how far they've come to being in a place where we're not even talking about the women right now. We're talking about three women, and that's it. Right. And for a pay-per-view three months away, two months away, you know, what happened? You're absolutely right. I mean, and, they, and they really didn't even talk about that match coming up this Sunday with Rousey no. and Ruby Riot. It was it was announced in a on like a tweet. A tweet. It was by somebody like with, with the WWE. Like they announced it on a tweet for crying out loud. I mean, you gotta you gotta respect the talent a little bit better than that. I mean, I, I can w, totally see WWE. You have to. That's you, that's I, piss poor story writing. And, and promotion of what's coming up because you're looking at two months down the road. Yeah, and, and you know, if you want your talent to 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 buy into what your what product you're selling, you gotta you gotta appreciate them. I mean, Ruby Riot posted something this weekend, and the reason I even thought about it because I was on Twitter this morning and saw a post that she, or yesterday I guess it was a post that she made that was like, you know. I'm coming to WrestleMania and I'm like, Oh yeah, she fights this weekend. She's got a match this weekend. You know, it's not, <laughs> I, I forgot about it. And, and, you know, I, I like Ruby Riot. I feel, I feel bad yeah. for her. You know, that whatever, what I'm chopped liver. I mean, you, you can't even announce that, you know, I have my match or anything. So it just is, it, it's kind of a slap in, in her face. And, and right now they can't afford to have any more disgruntled employees, man. They really can't, you know, I mean, yeah, people leaving and people getting angry with them and this that and the other. They they gotta 
kind of tread lightly right now. I mean, they got some competition out there with the with the the AEW, and, and you know they're making they're making waves with that. So WWE needs to to tread very lightly. I, I just don't think that's their style. To tread lightly? Yeah. I just think the way that that business is run for the last 20-something years is Vince is going to do what he wants to do. That's very evident by him. If they don't don't like it, then they can go somewhere else. Probably, I mean, it's probably what he's thinking. So... But before, there was nowhere else for them to go. Now there is. You know what I mean? When, when WCW was gone, or when they, when they disappeared, you know, and Vince bought up ECW, what was there left? TNA? I mean, come on. That was, a, that was a joke. People went there and they saw how that was, and then they were coming back to WWE. Well, now that the indie scene yeah. is kind of picking up a little bit, I, I mean, you know, they... There's a little bit of competition. I think I think in the past, the last 15 or 20 years, you're right. I think that, you know, if you don't like it, there's the door. Don't let it hit you where the good Lord splits you. But I think, I don't think he, he I think he still thinks that way because you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But I think it's going to come back to bite him in the ass, uh, you know, on a few guys here. Well, yeah, and until then, that's basically going to be what it is. You know, he's not going to. He's not changing until some big name just up and leaves. And unfortunately, I mean, Dean Ambrose isn't. Dean Ambrose isn't a big name. That's what I was just going to say. Is Ambrose that name? No, I think right now it's <clears throat> honestly like the out of the male talent. I think the only ones that would be big names would be like AJ Styles. Um. Obviously, Seth Rollins and Strowman. Outside of that, I, I think they can make do with everybody else they got in some shape or fashion. Hmm. Like, like I've been saying, they have too many people. Yeah, they have, have too been many people. They're, they're never they – I mean, I mean, there's even people that – you know, we saw a promo Monday night, or was it last night, for Kevin Owens. I mean, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, for crying out loud, are still on the roster and coming back soon. Your boy Bray Wyatt, I hear he's going to be making a comeback here soon before WrestleMania too. Thank God. I don't know what type of program he's going to get in, but there's supposed to be something coming. So we'll I mean, I, to, uh, something's better than nothing, I hope. Exactly, exactly. So we're we're kind of at the point right now. We just need to not not get all flustered by the AEW. I mean, yeah, it's nice, it's the shiny new toy, but let's just kind of see what happens with it. And I think that's kind of how Vince is going to play it too. Let's see, let's see how it works, and then they'll figure. You know, it's almost like. <laughs> I hate to do this because people hate the Patriots, but it's almost like how Bill Belichick attacks other teams. Look at what they do. Look at their look at what their routines are, and then figure out a way to beat them. That's basically what Vince is going to try to do here. 
Now, you know, Vince has, you know, the deal with Fox in his back pocket coming up. Is it like this year, end of this year, or is it the end of next year? <clears throat> Where that takes effect? Uh, I, I think it's, I think it's ne- uh, next year. I think they have one more, one more year. Okay. You know, so that's going to be, and I think, I think the plan is they're going to do Monday nights and Friday nights. Is, is how that's going to go, or maybe Thursday. I forget. They're not giving up Monday, and I think I think the other show is going to be on the Fox Sports Network at. I I, I forget. I, I know it's not going to be Tuesday. So, hmm. you, you already have you already have that going for you. AEW. What what are they doing for TV? They that's have gonna a. Be, um... That's going to be the thing. No, they have they. I think they're with CBS. Okay. Um, CBS. Uh, yeah, they have a major. They have a major TV contract. I know that. Okay. You know what time slot? What else is going to be on at that time? Right. Exactly. I mean, there's there's so many other things. I mean, let's face it. Monday night. You know, other than the what the. Beginning of September through, I mean, through Christmas, basically, there's Monday night football, but let's face it, half the time the games suck anyway. <laughs> so, so Raw always is going to be like, well, let's face it, it's not going to beat the NFL, but it's it, as far as like sports or sports entertainment go, it's going to be second every single Monday. You know, Friday... You know, there's not really any sports on. You might get a Division Two college game on ESPN Six. That you know, two teams you never heard of before. So who cares about that? So it should. I mean, WWE is going to win that matchup. So again, it just it really just depends. Yeah, they have a TV deal. Great for them. What's it? What you know? What day? What time slot? And more importantly, what else is going to be on at that time? So, yeah, truth. I mean, it's you know, it's one of those deals. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be hot in the first month. You know, if people are going to want to watch it. I mean, hell, I want to watch it. But I mean, let's face it: their ratings are going to suck if it's a Wednesday night between nine and eleven o'clock. I mean, let's face it: nobody's watching that show. Because yeah. they're all listening to this. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Prick bastards. <laughs> uh, so uh, we only got about let's see, twenty four minutes, twenty three and a half minutes left. Let's uh, let's get into the pay per view this week a little bit. I mean, okay, I, okay. I, I, I enjoy the pay per view. Um, it's not, you know, it's not the Royal Rumble for me. It's not um, WrestleMania for me, but. It's it's kind of fun. I mean, it's kind of an interesting, you know. I I, I enjoy the the chamber itself. And it's not like the Punjabi prison match or whatever that was. Just brutal. Um, let me. Um, I guess we'll just go down the list. I mean, I you know, there's only seven matches. Um, <laughs> 
Um, there's yeah. only seven matches on the card, so I don't know if they're going to do a prelim show or whatever, because I don't even see any listed. So, you know, who really knows? But we'll just go. We'll just give it a wing. Um, I'm assuming Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa are going to lead the show off, I would imagine. <laughs> Um, the singles match for the WWE Cruiser Championship. Um, hang on, let me get my little pen and a piece of paper here so we can so I can mark down our predictions. Hang on, here we go. Okay, perfect, perfect. All right, so Nate and the big man. So to Tazawa and um, Buddy Murphy. Just, just because I think Buddy Murphy is their their prime showpiece in that division. I'm going to, have to say Buddy Murphy. I think Buddy Murphy only because um, he is Alexa Bliss's fiance, so she's, oh, he's going to have some Alexa some Alexa Bliss power. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I I think um, I think he's the the best two o fiver. I mean, the guy is is incredible. He really is. Um, you know, and it's funny because I don't – have we ever seen him at NXT when we go? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either, and I would like to. He's he's pretty good, man. Um, yeah. I I really want Buddy Murphy to win this, but I think Tazawa, for some reason, I just can't I just can't get off him. So I think Tazawa wins this. Okay. I, and I don't have any good uh, reasoning why. Hey, WWE, um, you don't need good reasoning why. <laughs> Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus my boy, Finn Balor. Handicap match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. All right, I'll let you pick first on this one. I firmly believe that um, Finn wins this. I, I think they are um, – I think he's getting a push. I think he – it's time he, you know, lost the Universal Championship one day after um, he won it. I I think that he is on the up and up again coming back. Um, and I don't think they're going to put the heavyweight on him for a while. I think there's other guys in line for that. So I think the next best is going to be the Intercontinental. And I think... Um, I think he wins it. I think Leo Rush costs Bobby Lashley the championship, maybe. Yeah, you know, the rule, the rule of thumb, ever since I can remember, was that the, the best wrestler on the roster was, nor, was typically the Intercontinental Champion or in the mix for the Intercontinental Champion. Um, and I, I kind of just think that, you know, you know the all-out wrestler, male on on the Raw roster is probably Seth Rollins. Agreed. But, but he's going for the heavyweight, so you go next best overall, it's it's Finn Balor, hands down. I think they put that on him. I think he keeps it for a while. I do I too. I think they want to have I think they want to have like a pretty long run with him as the IC champ. And, you know, kind of make that belt a little bit more important than it has been in the last couple of years. I mean, it's really, 
I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, I know when The Miz had it, it, it kind of was something. But outside of The Miz, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, who else even had it in the last two years? Well, Seth Rollins had it for a minute there. He, um, he, yeah, he had it for like a couple of seconds. But, I mean, other than that. Right, right. It was, I mean, it was just. Ambrose kind of, had it. Like a, um, It was like a week-to-week thing with some people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I think they just need to have somebody with the belt for a while, you know, make the make the belt more prestigious and and use it to use it to, you know, promote some of the mid card guys to make them like upper upper mid card people. You know? Make make some of these guys a little bit more legit. You know, I mean, he doesn't have to win, but, you know, have, I mean, hell, have somebody like Mojo Rawley feud with him or have, oh, what's his name? Um, Jinder Mahal. I mean, he was a heavyweight champion. Everybody hated it. <clears throat> and now he's pre-show. I mean, he, you know, it's. Yeah, but, but he's, but he's decent. You know, have him come out and feud with with uh, Balor for a while. You know, do something. You know, maybe if Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn come back as as heels, you know, maybe you can throw them in that mix just to kind of, you know, because they've worked with Finn Balor so much in the past that it would be a good fit for them to get their feet back in it, to get, you know, get back in the storyline of things. You know, maybe they maybe they don't win the belt, but then that helps push them up to, you know, like heavyweight title contention, you know, use, you know, you got to keep Finn in that spot. And, but also have Finn help everybody else. I mean, he's, he, he, that's, I mean, he likes doing that. So I'd say take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's not going to rock the boat. He's not going to, you know, he, he's going to come and give you. No, not at all. He's going to come in and give you, just like when, when Reigns was doing it, man, he would come in and give you just a hell of a performance night in and night out. And he deserves it, man. And, and I think, you know, he would bring some um, some more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some more um, prestige to that title. I think he would he would do it justice, and I think that's kind of what you you know Absolutely. that's kind of what you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I think um, um, I was just thinking of the uh, U.S. title. Um, I mean that thing's a joke again. I got to be honest with you. When Rusev was had it and was doing his thing with it, it was kind of it was you know people kind of paid attention to it, but now nobody does. So I don't know. But right. Um, so the Intercontinental, we both agree, Finn Balor. Next, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin. No DQ match. Uh, I think this is a squash match, actually. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't. I don't see how. I don't see how Strowman does not win this match. I, I don't think he can, especially coming into WrestleMania. Probably going to fight Lesnar at WrestleMania for the title. Um, I don't think so. No, Seth. Bro- What's that? Seth Rollins is going to fight. Seth, but I'm, you know, I can't. I can see, I can see there being a triple threat or something along the way, um, but yeah, I, I mean, Strowman has to win. I think, right? Yeah, 
he has to um, win, but I, I, I kind of think it's going to be him against uh, – they, they got to do something with Drew McIntyre, and I think it's going to be somewhere along the lines Drew McIntyre and Strowman at Mania. Strowman at Mania? That'd be all right. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. No, I'd be fine with that. Um, Ronda Rousey, Ruby Riot. I mean, is there anything? I mean, we just we just no, kind of no. we we just kind of hit on it. You know, we're not even talking about this match. You know, we're talking about a a, a pay per view two months away. So um, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no question. I mean, it's not even not even fun, really. No. Um, and again, I feel kind of bad for for Ruby Riot in this in this whole thing. Me you too. know, she's out there giving it her all, and yeah, she's you know yeah, she's played she's played a good she's played her part really well. Absolutely. In the last couple of months, so that's it. Kind of sucks that they uh, you know, kind of kept this match quiet. You know, up to, up until today. The Miz and Shane McMahon versus the Usos. Um, <laughs> I want the Usos to win. I think they're the best tag team in wrestling. Um, maybe except with the exception of the Revival. Um, but yeah, I don't think Miz and Shane give it up right away um, I love the Usos man they deserve it so much they're so good but I just don't think they the Miz and Shane drop them right now well let's face it if there's ever any tag team today turning into a match at Wrestlemania it's the Miz and Shane McMahon hmm I just I just don't know how they get there. So I think at some point I think Shane McMahon is gonna do something, you know, one of those moves that he always does, the high risk moves. I think he he falls short, they lose. And I think the Miz just starts to pummel him after the match. And then but do I think it's here? Probably not, because I think it's one of those deals where it'll probably happen at the next pay-per-view fast lane in March. Because let's face it, you don't need you don't need a whole two months to tell me a story about one tag team partner turning on the other one. So I think it's probably going to be like at the next pay-per-view. So, and that being said, I will say, like you, Miz and Shane McMahon win this match. See, I even wrote down the Usos for me, and I, I, but that's not, what I, that's not what I believe. Well, um, on to the next. Now, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston, who was replacing Mustafa Ali. Now, my question not only becomes, who do you like in this match? My question is why Mustafa Ali and now Kofi Kingston? They couldn't find somebody else for this match. Um, Mustafa Ali, I get it, is very good and eventually will become a big star. I can see him having the Intercontinental for, you know, a run or two here and there. But um, why in the main of probably the second main of, or the second main event of the night, why are we, why why do we have him in this match and this now Kofi Kingston? I mean, really Kofi Kingston? 
I, I think it was one of those deals. They had to find somebody last minute to replace Mustafa Ali. And let's face it, I don't think there's anybody else with as much athleticism in, uh, on, and realize, you know, they had to have whoever this person was. I, I think that Mustafa Ali was supposed to win that uh, gauntlet match last night. I think that was the plan. Have Mustafa Ali win that gauntlet match because the winner of the gauntlet match last night gets to come in last. You yeah, know, in the elimination chamber. I think Ali's Mustafa Ali injured. was supposed to. I know that, but he was supposed to win, and they just threw Kofi Kingston in to replace him without changing the storyline around. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because. That person had to basically, I mean, they started the match. You know, they started the match with Daniel Bryan. So you have to have somebody, and I mean, let's face it, and that, and that gauntlet match started yesterday with about 45 minutes left in the show. So, I mean, that person yeah. had to be out there for like 45 minutes. I don't think there's anybody else on that roster that's not in that match already that could have done that besides Kofi Kingston. So I think, and, I mean, and that speaks volumes yeah. for that guy. Yeah. Plus, he's a Patriots fan, so I got no problems with the guy. <laughs> so, who do you like in this match? Here, here's I, I, I'm going to say Daniel Bryan, and here's why. You can't come up with a ridiculous hemp. Stone and tree awesome. belt and give it up two weeks later. You just can't. It's awesome. So I, it, it's kind of fun. It's kind of cool looking. I'm not going to lie. It kind of looks like a, the Griswold's um, station wagon from the Great Outdoors or the, whatever it is, National Anthem's at Vacations. Whoever created that did a, like a bang-up job on that. They, they did an, a yeah. great job. They they deserve an award. Let's <laughs> um, give them a the award right now. I agree with your theory. Um, I, you know, I think if this pay per view is next month and we have the same, you know, stuff going on in it, I think if if we're switched around here, fast lanes today to, or Sunday and elimination chambers next week, I think I think Styles wins the match. Um, I just think they got to get the belt back on Styles, and then him and Brian can feud all the way to, you know, Kingdom Come because I really enjoy watching their matches. They're good, man. Um, you know, they're they're real good. Those two guys um, reminds me of a, yeah. a young guy named John Cena who was pretty dang good, I, from what I hear. So, um, yeah. Um, but I I like Daniel Bryan in this match too. I agree with your. <clears throat> Excuse me. I agree with your uh, your theory on that. You know, you're not going to have them do all this stuff, which which is awesome because I mean, you know, I I was ne- I was not into it until you kind of talked me into this champion of the world thing, and it's it's pretty funny. So, um, you know, um, I like Brian in this match for sure. Yeah, yeah. On to the women's tag team match. I mean, we have Nia Jax, Tamina. 
the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, the Iconics, Billy Kay and Point Peyton Royce, Bailey and Sasha, and Naomi and Carmella. Um, give it to me. What do you got? Honestly, before Monday, I would have said uh, Bailey and Sasha, but that's because they had Sasha, you know, air quote, get hurt. I'm not sure if that was real or not. I haven't really been seeing anything about it online, on Twitter, or anything like that. So I'm going to say they probably play that angle. They don't win. And, And although I kind of thought that somehow... You know, Nia Jax and Tamina would probably start the match. Now that they're in a, you know, now that they're in one of the pods, I, I just don't see how they lose this. I think, because I guess, I guess the plan is you have to start. Oh, I mean, although, do you want, you kind of want somebody with some notoriety to have it the first, I guess. You know what I mean? Oh, I do, brother. I do. And I just, I just don't. I mean, if you look at the names of everybody that's in there, I mean, you have to go Bailey, Sasha Banks, don't you? I just talk myself back like. into them. I just talk myself back into them. Although I'd rather see them win it from somebody at WrestleMania, but I think, I, I think if you you have to go with the names here, and you got to put it on them. I think the only other. The only other um, tag team that you could give it to are the Iconics, outside of Bailey and Sasha. I think only because they are so flam, you know, finger quotes flamboyant, and so I mean they're not nearly as good of wrestlers, but I think no. they would sell the shit out of those those titles. Um, yeah, but I don't think you give it to anybody but Bailey and Sasha. I think you didn't or you ended their feud for this exact reason. I mean, I, I don't think, yeah. you know, and I guess, and I guess when they another, were feuding. And another, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, one of the things that I was just thinking of is, you know, if you have, you know, we were talking before about, you know, not really having any, you know, notoriety on the, that SmackDown women's division. You know, what better way to give you a, a decent match or two every every Tuesday night than to have, you know, Bailey and Sasha on that show. Yeah, agreed. Because you know, um, it's not, it's not going to be Charlotte. It's not going to be Becky Lynch back over there. They're going to be on. They're going to be on Monday. And, and I could see, you know, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, kind of challenging Bailey and Sasha repeatedly. I think they're all pretty, pretty yeah. decent in the same. I think those would be good feuds but i you know i i think you have to put um put the titles on them i don't think there's any i don't think there's any choice yeah i i kind of i kind of think the same thing now after you know after that thought popped into my head i was gonna go i was gonna go tamina and naya jacks but then that thought popped in my head and i'm like ah eh. you know <laughs> for the first time title it's got to be something special and i think You've got to go with the two best names out there, and the two best are on the same team in that in that match. That's it, man. 
that's it. So when we only have a couple minutes left, I think um, overall, I think you did a great job being as, as sick and kind of on the, on the fritz as you were. Um, yeah, considering, I don't, considering I was, you know, questionable to start the day, I, I think I'm questionable. I'm you, not, not going to say Jordan with the flu in, in, the, in the NBA finals against the Jazz, but, I mean, hey. You were – you were a trooper, Mr. Santos. Um, next week we will talk about um, the fast lane, or I'm sorry, the um, elimination chamber results. Hopefully um, we'll have some baseball a little bit to talk about, maybe a landing spot for some of those clowns we, we referenced earlier. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, I hope, uh, I hope this, this maybe, sickness doesn't, uh, yeah, doesn't kind of uh, kick your maybe ass. Maybe somebody, maybe Maybe people out there will have won money already on LeBron James colluding to bring in other people. <laughs> so, um, and, I, and who knows? Maybe maybe more hockey players will fall down while walking to the car. While going going to their Uber, for sure. Yeah. But anyway, I am London. He is Santos. Next week, Wednesday... 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. We will have, we will come up with something to come at you. Until next week, folks, have a great week. Good night, everybody. <laughs>